Welcome to the Abundant Life Podcast, bringing you encouragement and challenging believers to spiritual change and growth by applying biblical principles to everyday life. And now your hosts, Sasso Mendez and Ben Ariano. Welcome everybody to the Abundant Life Podcast. This is episode number 36 and I'm here wow. with my good <laughs> friend and faithful servant in the faith, Sasso Mendez. What's up, Ben? What's going on? What's up, brother? Hey, I was, we were just talking about the uh, camera here, right? And uh, if you take a look at the camera, it's a side view. And when you're a little uh, endowed in the panza, in the stomach, it's not a good look. You know what I mean? Well, and it's not just that the camera's here. It's also that we're using sort of this wide angle. That's type, what I blame. Type, yeah. And, and so it, it, it extends the width, the girth. <laughs> Yeah. Of, our, well, of, our, like, of our bellies. Of our, like the camera adds 15 pounds and it's not 15 pounds I can afford to give. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like when I went to work and I took that professional picture um, and the lady said, okay, look to the right. She's like, ooh, all right, look to the left. That's not a good look for you. And I was like, what, what do you mean not a good look? She's like, yeah. So I'm already self-conscious about, you know. Okay. Look- well, I got to be honest. I went, so I went to the gym today. So I saw you there today. Yeah. And uh, by the way, thank you for uh, thank you for the cup. Uh, yeah, no a, problem. It's a pricey cup, by the way. It's nice. <laughs> but thank you. Um, and so I met with a, with a trainer, and they mm. went through the whole thing. And uh, so he took my weight, which I'm not going <clears> to <throat> divulge on. Uh, to beep it out. On beep. YouTube. <laughs> I wait. Beep, beep, beep. <laughs> like cops. You know? <laughs> None of your business. Pixelation. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I was, I was a little surprised, a little bit more than I thought. I mean, I, I'm pretty realistic with what I weigh. I know what I am. Um, but it was actually more than what I thought. Did, how did it go when you hold the handles to tell you your muscle mass and everything? All of that. All of that. Got all the numbers. Did you go? Do you, did you do any workouts or did you schedule that for later? Um, no, I didn't schedule any workouts. I, I was going to work. Well, I was going to play basketball today, um, but they had like a kids camp there and there was a whole bunch of kids just running around the court. And um, yeah, unfortunately, so I didn't work out today. Yeah, I do my six minutes on the Jacob's Ladder to get, to get a kind of warm up, but that's more than a warm up now. So I did three minutes yesterday. Well, 20 seconds on, 10 seconds off. So it's not a continuous six minutes. Oh, I got you. So it's six minutes total, but it's 2010, 2010, 2010, yeah, 2010. Three, three minutes on continuous, and I was, I was burnt. Three minutes is a lot. Diane did. She, I think she lasted a minute and 30. <laughs> but, dude, Jacob's Ladder's legit. It's was hard. she burning up? Yeah. yeah. My legs were on fire. Oh, yeah? Absolute fire. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was, <laughs> I'm walking around. I felt like my legs were like jello. And it's not even that long, but you spent a good... I could probably go 20 minutes if I did breaks, like 30-second breaks. By 2010, I'm pretty gassed. People are looking at me like, oh, my word, is that guy going to die or going to have a heart attack over there? I would say that's even almost harder because you're like, you're stopping for, and then you get, and then you stop. It doesn't even seem like you stop. As soon as I stop, it's like five seconds. All right, go. I'm like, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm so heavy breathing. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm in labor over here. Oh, my bonds on everything. Wow. Like nine months. <laughs> ready to burst oh my yeah. but yeah so he gives you hold the handles and it takes your fat body composition takes your muscle mass how does it do that i don't understand it's like you you sit you stand barefoot mm-hmm. on this like it looks like a scale to me it is and then yeah. you hold these little little looks like uh motorcycle handles and it figures all that data out like i mean it tells you how much like fat you have in your right leg and your left leg and your right arm your left arm. it's crazy how does it know that he said that visceral fat for my lower body the both legs are exactly the same which is he said it's that's unheard of and then the upper body he said your left arm is stronger than your right I'm like wow because i'm left-handed you know yeah one 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 of my legs is bigger but i know why because when i got injured when i tore my my uh, achilles 
uh, muscle atrophy, atrophy and everything. And still, it looks it's skinnier than my my right. You can still see it. You can see it. It's visible. Try to look you in your eyes, Ben. Try not to. My <laughs> eyes don't wander down to your leg. <laughs> That's how I was walking in the bathroom today, bro. I, I try to stay right here. You know what I mean? And and I saw you. I was like, what the heck? I was like, what's going on, bro? Yeah, I was thrown off. Yeah. I gave you the fist bump. Like I was all confused. You're like, Who, wait, who's this guy? I had like <laughs> cognac issues or co- cognitive issues. I was like, whoa, you know. But yeah, I was uh, thrown away. Um, I was thrown back on that. But yeah, I so yeah, I, I don't know how that. I don't know how that machine does it. Um, I, visceral fat. Like, how do you? How does it determine visceral fat? Like, that's the fat around the organs. Like, yeah, how do you? I'm just standing on this thing and holding this. Handles. You said you have a lot in the the, the belly and the belly kind of. Yeah, I do have some visceral fat. So I use, it's free, so you can get it done as many times as you want. So I need to get it done again. It's free to all. If you have a membership, you can get it as many times as you do like. Do you do it yourself or do you have to get somebody to do it for you? I've tried to do it, but it doesn't. It tells me there, but it doesn't give me the full printout like you got. You know uh, what I mean? Okay. Well, you, you, can, you can do it to your app now. Have you seen that? No. There's an option. So there's an option where you can hit the uh, little, uh, what is it called? The little barcode thing, the little uh, uh, QR code. There's a little button, and then it, it transfers to your phone. I think you put in your phone number. And is it, it your card you. app, like your like your lifetime card that's on there? No. It's just... It's just uh, You'll have to show me that app later. Yeah, I'll have to show you. But okay. it's pretty legit. And so it when, when we did it, it just transfers it right over to the app, and it just goes in your oh, app. Oh, so it keeps track. Yeah, so it's not yeah. this one? No. Okay. It's a totally different app. Okay. Well, yeah. you will have to. Uh, yeah, I'll show you. Okay, it's pretty legit. But um, usually we talk about food in this at this point, but we're not talking about food. Well, I actually have food. I have food here on Taco Talk. Actually, I've got a couple of notes here. So it's funny. Uh, we talked about this a while ago. Uh, spaghetti tacos. Yeah, or it's ta- weird. Taco spaghetti. Yeah, it is weird. Here's the even weird, more weird thing. Okay, so I'm I'm sitting in bed the other night and I'm fl- I'm flipping through YouTube, and I see a spaghetti taco video. I'm like, eh, let's so be and Diane watch it. And we kind of thought, you know, it doesn't look half bad. We thought, let's, let's give it a shot. Um, and uh, the really weird thing is the next morning, my mom texts me and she's like, hey, I seen this really good video on how to make spaghetti tacos or whatever. And I thought, that's weird. I was like, yeah, I just saw one. And she sent me the video and it was the exact same <laughs> video. The power of like, marketing. What in the world? This is crazy. Uh, we made the spaghetti tacos. Eh, it was okay. I mean, I you made spaghetti tacos. We, we did. We just. I don't tried even it. know about this. We tried it. We just tried it. We watched the video. We made the recipe on the video. It was. It was okay. It wasn't. Well, I think independently they, they can hold their own. That's what my confusion is. I, I think they're just trying to fuse it. Fusion. You know, mix it. It's like a steak. You know, steak pizza. Like eh, I don't know that I put steak on pizza. Like it's you've gone too far. Yeah, they put like buffalo chicken on pizza or heavy uh, breakfast that, pizza. That's a, I never heard breakfast. Well, the egg is good, but yeah, I'm just sometimes yeah. you just. Eh. I like bacon on pizza. Like that's taco good. needs to stay in its lane, and so does spaghetti. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you put them out of their lane, and it's like whoa, 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 whoa! Improper lane change. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I mean it was it was it was okay. It wasn't nothing to brag about. You wouldn't I, do it again? Eh, probably not. Probably not. Yeah. So, but because uh, right, I don't like half bad, I don't like that phrase. You know, what I mean, it's either good. Or it's not. If it's half bad, I don't want it because I I want the good half, not the brutal. Right, half bad half. But which is hard because now when you're eating healthy, yeah, a little bit it's trying to not super good. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you're not in love with what you're eating. Well, I had Genghis, right, and so you try to get it kind of healthy. I guess it's meat and vegetables. I don't, you know, hopefully the oil to ask. Yeah, can you just cook it with water or whatever steam? And you know. I asked for egg. Rebecca, Rebecca kind of ordered for me and said, the lady's like, well, I'll fix it for you. And I had the egg. There was no egg in it. And Rebecca's like, hey, just let it go. I'm like, eh, but I really want egg. I go, this isn't enough. It wouldn't seem like a whole lot. And I finished. And I'm like, you know, I'm not 
starving. I'm not hungry anymore, but I feel like I could, I could eat more. She's like, well, that's, you know. Eggs good protein. Eggs good for but you. there's no eggs. And yeah. I was disappointed. And she's like, yeah. Sasa, you literally ate three pounds of meat. That's how much meat. And I go, no. So... Well, maybe it, I didn't. Well, maybe maybe not because if you can't smash it down anymore, there it uh, it Genghis. It's probably probably wasn't three. Pounds I put a lot of bacon. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, so. I, I, well, I went to YC's and uh, this is uh, about a week ago or so. I went with my buddy and uh, we went there and yeah, you can squash that. I mean, they, they have gloves. They don't, they, they have Ooh. gloves plus tissue paper. Wow. So you can, and it's cool because the bowls. I mean, they're they're pretty good size. They're metal, and I mean, you can get down on that. You can squash it down. And so what I try to do is I try to be healthy sometimes too, and I'll just do chicken, you know, to be on the healthier side. Um, but I did get noodles, so I don't know. Maybe I canceled that out. I don't know because I. It's funny because I'll pack it down. I'll put some good good amount of vegetables. So I like veggies. I like cabbage and stuff like that. But then, bang! You can put on the uh, noodles, and that thing's like piled like way up. You know. Oh, you, you put your own noodles on. Yeah, you put your own noodles. Because gangers, they do it for you. you know yeah, I mean? you put your own noodles. And you, if, you like, if you're good with like white rice or even brown rice, yeah. you can get as much as, of that as you want also, mm. um, which is cool. I, even if you have noodles, too, you can get that on top of. Um, wow. And then the other thing I like, too, is I get to make my own concoction. like as Because I, I, I put a lot of sauce in there because I feel like um, at Genghis, you don't get it quite enough and you don't get the flavor in there. But there, you, I mean, it's, it's a pretty good-sized bowl, and you fill that sucker up. Um, and you put oil in there too, so you you can add additional oil if you want. But I, I don't know. I like it. I like both. They're 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 both good. But uh, needless to say, yeah, you can you can load it up. I mean, I probably had at least a couple pounds of chicken in that thing. Easy. Well, I was bacon, and then I had carne asada and the little oh, sausages. You mix, and you mix the whole thing up, huh? Yeah, that's good. I kind of like to stick to one to one meat. I mean, because you could get pork, you could get chicken. They've got steak. Um, I don't know if they have anything else, but. Uh, Oh, they have, they have Alaskan cod sometimes, I think. They have like some kind of cod? fish. Like some kind of fish, yeah. Yeah, yeah. When it comes to me, Ben, I'm, I'm all about equality. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Equal, there needs to be a... Equal food opportunity. Yeah, equal food opportunity for me. <laughs> I don't discriminate. I don't yeah. hate. You know, right, right. Hate it right. all. So, uh, and when we went to our favorite restaurant this week too, we didn't get what we usually. Well, you did get the bomber. You I get it. You get, get the Philly bomber. cheese steak. Pretty, bo- pretty bomb Woo. too. Oh, it was bomb, all right. It was legit. That was good. Then we saw Charles, and that's that, was, a, that was good too. He got the bomber as well. Yeah, yeah, I think he liked it, and uh, yeah. So I mean, I got the uh, the extra cheese on it, which I think I had to pay like was that extra two three bucks? It was like a dollar seventy I saw on there. Like oh, was it a buck seventy? What inflation? <laughs> like two weeks ago, seventy cents. <laughs> like what happened? Uh, but at least he made it, man. I mean, uh, when I first got there. I asked uh, the waitress, I said, hey, uh, is the, you guys making the bomber right? And said, she said, no, no, we're not. You have to come at this, you know, and she gave me the whole. Yeah, we know that. I've heard that. But, but we're not those people. And I asked her, I said, can you just, can you just ask him? Can you ask, just see if he'll make a special bomber yeah. for it? And she asked, and yeah, and he did. So we go there enough, and we send him enough business. I mean, I figure, yeah, yeah hook, us, hook it up, bro. I don't know if you know who I am, but uh, <laughs> kind of a big deal around here. <laughs> I come once a week. They're going to make us a, a personalized parking space out there. Yeah, and I smell like cheesesteak, so you got to make it happen. You know what I mean? <laughs> Special favors. You know what I mean? That's good stuff. Good time. Man. Well, uh, I'm going to get into some content here real quick. I just want to give a shout out to George. Uh, we've been reading uh, Jorge. the book of Ephesians, and we got this huge... I mean, this thing, this thing is a, it's a commentary on Ephesians. It's, it's bigger than my... That or thicker than my Bible. It's a it's a huge commentary, um, but I've been enjoying it. So shout out to George. Thank you, George, for uh, hooking up that commentary. And uh, we've been doing some accountability stuff back and forth so that we make sure we're uh, staying in the Word and, and just doing what we need to be doing. Uh, so just uh, uh, wanted to give George a shout out on that. Also, uh, 
just wanted to quickly mention, uh, we're on YouTube and, um, I noticed I, I, I've been looking at our, at our numbers and I know we're not a number, we're not numbers people. Um, but I just don't know if people really realize that we're out there and I've talked to a few people recently and they didn't know we were on YouTube, even though I, I do mention it. You so, see our side views on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> you see the side view. Yes. Um, so I just want to mention that really quick. We are on YouTube. You can go to our YouTube channel, just search for abundant life. You'll see the little blue, blue, uh, logo of the, uh, AL, uh, podcast and, uh, subscribe to the channel. And I, and the reason I say subscribe is so that you will know when a new video uh, is added to the, to the channel. Uh, we, we try, we try to do it, you know, at least, uh, once every three weeks or so. I know this, this past round, we were, uh, probably closer to a month. Maybe was it a whole month? I, I don't know if it was Who's County. Yeah. But yeah. you know, we, we try to be somewhat frequent with it. Um, but, uh, yeah, if you guys check out the YouTube channel, be sure and, and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Uh, and so today we're going to be talking about the topic of, of truth. What is truth? And uh, mm. so Sasso is going to kick us off with the uh, Webster's 1828. All right. Truth is conformity to fact or reality, exact accordance with that which is or has been or shall be. The truth of history cons- constitutes its whole value. We rely on the truth of the spiritual prophecies. Um, and then our key verse we're going to get into is Jesus Christ, or he, God, is the origin of truth. Uh, without him, there is no truth. Uh, John 1.17, for the law was given by Moses, but grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. And and so the topic of truth, it's it's kind of a lofty topic because we could really take this topic in one of many directions, which we're going to cover uh, several of these top uh, subtopics, I would say, of truth. Uh, in this episode. Uh, but before we get into all these different applications of truth, uh, I just want to take a moment here and I want to talk about truth just, just for a minute. And it's, it's interesting. Uh, we were just talking about this. I was, uh, we were done watching the, uh, the playoff game here just a little bit ago and, and the news just came on. And so, uh, you know what you get on the news. <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> and, and, like, wow. And it was just happened to be on. It's not yeah, that we, I, we, I did see it too. We, we don't like, we don't normally watch the yeah. news. Like, what uh, is this? But if you happen to watch the news or you watch you pay attention to social media, uh, you're likely constantly wondering whether or not you are consuming truth or lies. Um, in fact, it was just a couple of years ago and we had a a new term coined uh, fake news, which which was an effort to call out the mainstream news media who are interested in reporting anything but the truth. At least that's what it seems to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, then you had the so-called you know <laughs> fact checkers uh, that were checking to see if what people were posting on social media was true or not. Uh, but in the end, it was admitted that uh, it wasn't necessarily truth that they were seeking, but opinions uh, that were being construed as truth. And needless to say that you know we're in a society where people are extremely confused and starving, literally starving for truth. Uh, we, you know, we live in a, in a, in a postmodern world where, you know, some will say that there's no absolute truth. Mm. And ironically, they've just made an absolute truth statement. Yeah. Um, and then you have the, the philosophy of relativism, which defines truth as being uh, relative in, in that everyone can have their own truth. You know, for example, you can have someone that'll say, you know, that it's okay to believe what you want, as long as you don't try to impose your beliefs on others. But the view itself, it's, it's a belief about what's right and wrong. And those who hold true uh, t- to this view uh, most certainly try to impose it on others, uh, which is, is, I find fascinating. 
And so while I was studying for this episode, I did a little research and, and I found this study uh, done by Barna uh, about uh, morality and truth. Uh, and there's some really interesting numbers. Um, in fact, I'm, I'll post a link to the, uh, to the article uh, on, on the website, on the show notes. Um, but I found some really interesting numbers and a couple of numbers, uh, statistics stuck out to me. For example, they asked uh, different people groups to respond to various statements uh, by whether or not they agree with the statement. And here, here's two different statements that were asked to what I'll, what I'll say in, in quotes or quote unquote practicing Christians. And the first statement is whatever is right for your life or works best for you is the only truth that you can know. And to my surprise, 40% of, of practicing wow. or professing Christians agree with this statement. And so it just that, that blew my mind. I thought, seriously? And, and just to be fair, uh, and you'll see when I post this article, uh, the graphs are broken down to somewhat agree and strongly agree. I just kind of grouped it all into agree. Um, and, and I think it was half, like 21% was you know somewhat agree and the other half was strongly agree. But in any case, 40% Agree, um, and, and that blew my mind. The, the next statement is this: Every culture must determine what is acceptable, or what is acceptable morality for its people. And again, practicing Christians, forty-seven percent agree with this statement. And so I'm just thinking to myself, like, this is insane. Like, do, do Christians not believe that there's any absolute truth? And man, there is. So Rebecca, she worked with someone, and I don't even know his name, but she he wrote a book. And she said the book was terrible. But anyway, um, I've been told that myself. But anyway, uh, he's, talking, <laughs> he's talking about the book. And he says in there that he is a practicing, he's a, he's a practicing Christian. Okay. But he said, you have to do whatever if it's your God is Allah, your God is a Hindu God, whatever your God is to you, you have to tap into that and believe in that. And then that'll help you become a leader. Um, and whatever religion you choose or whatever God you choose. I thought about that and I said, if you look at the term God, right? God is the all-sufficient one. How can there be more than one God? That doesn't make sense, right? It's right. either God or he's not. Um, there's not. There's no variables right. in it. But this was a guy that said he's a professing Christian, that this is what he, this is his truth, is that you can, whatever it is that you believe in or whatever gets you to the higher power, is you have to go with it because it'll help you become a leader. And I'm like, there's no truth in that statement. How is that possible? That's yeah. That's just that's nuts. Yeah. it doesn't even make sense. Honestly, no. Uh, I would say to that, yeah, you're not a Christian. You have no clue. Like you just don't know. You just told me you're not you a. Just, How do you, you tell just, me a Christian without just, telling me you're not a? Yeah, thanks. <laughs> you just did. You just did. Thank you. Yeah. Um, and so, so, the, and there were other people groups that were surveyed. You know, there were boomers, Gen Xers. You know, and so forth. But the fact that the fact that practicing Christians would think that that you know truth is relative, or that you can get your morality defined by a culture that just blows blows my mind. I mean, I don't understand. Do, the, do these people do they live under a rock? I mean, like you said, how do you tell how do you tell me you're Christ, not a Christian by not telling me you're a Christian? And all that to say is that I'm glad that we have the truth of the Bible, which came from the source of truth, God, who is truth. Preach it. God doesn't just speak truth. His character is the mere definition of truth. And without truth, we wouldn't be able to know God. Morality would be basically non-existent, and we'd be in a much bigger mess than we currently are. 
Uh, but because we have this truth, we can know God. Amen. Uh, we can know what sin is. We can know what righteousness is and how to live our lives accordingly. And so we're, we're going to take a, a, a quick break. But when we come back, uh, we're going to discuss uh, uh, one, of, one of several applications of truth. That, uh, and, and this particular one I'm, I'm extremely uh, thankful for. So we'll be right back. Are you looking to apply God's truth in a practical way to your everyday life? Stay in the Fight is a weekday devotional written by Sasso Mendez. This short three-minute read looks at a verse of scripture and applies it to life in a very real and transparent way. Sasso's blog style writing is humorous, relatable, and a great way to align your thoughts with God's word. Visit stayinthefight.online and subscribe to get notified by email when it releases each weekday. Stay in the Fight is a great way to keep God in your focus, and it's easy to share with others. That's stayinthefight.online. And we're back. And uh, so, so uh, just like I mentioned before break, uh, we're going to talk about an application of truth. And this particular uh, topic has to do with uh, uh, the truth of salvation. So, Sasa, would you... Uh, enlighten us. Absolutely. So in John 14, and so we look at truth, Ben, and truth gets us to redemption, right? Redemption purposes. You have to know the truth. And we'll get into more of those verses a little bit here. But in John 14, 6, Jesus saith unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. Um, This kind of just points out the lies in our world today as we talked about Oprah I think a last yeah. maybe last episode yeah. uh, where she said there's many ways to heaven and there's people that feel like there's many ways to heaven right um, or many thoroughfares that they can take on that path to heaven but Jesus clearly says here like I am the way he's talking yeah. to when he was an earthly ministry here and he's talking to the congregation out there that were looking and searching for the Messiah and he's like hey Right here. Uh, right here. Right here. I am the way, the truth, and yeah. the life. Yeah. So that redemption, sal- that salvation purpose, the salvation way is only through him. Amen. It's not your own truth. It's not your, because that's not truth at all. He's just Amen. saying, I am the truth. I am the way. I am the life. Um, and he said, and this is a definitive statement. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. And I think the truth is always a definitive statement. It's right. always definitive. Right. There's no, right. <laughs> it's the truth. It, it is, it it's is reality. what it is. It's, it's reality. reality. There's no yeah. contradicting it because right. it is an absolute truth. Right. They always say, right, if you don't want to, if you don't have a good memory, then tell the truth. Right. Because it's always the same. Yeah. You know, exactly. Um, John eight thirty two, the Bible says, and you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. Amen. Um, people use this verse a lot out of context. Uh, they always mm. say shall make you, shall set you free. Um, like if I've even heard it on the first 48 where they've said, if you confess that you killed somebody, the Bible says the truth shall make, you know, shall set you free mm. and then they lock them up for life, you know, because they confess to murder, uh, makes no sense. But he, in this context, he's talking about you're free to freedom from sin, Amen. Uh, freedom to go to heaven, freedom yeah. to know that he is the truth. Cause he said, if you know the truth, then it will, it, it will make you free. Amen. Um, John 18, 37 to 38, Pilate therefore said unto him, art thou a king then? Because he's questioning Jesus, right? He's brought before him and he's just interrogating him before the, before the, the mass of people. And Jesus answered, thou sayest that I am a king. To this end was I born. And for this cause came I into the world that I should bear witness unto the truth. Everyone that is of the truth heareth my voice. Pilate said unto him, even in those days, ben, yeah, for yeah, thousands of yeah. years, right? They've been looking what is truth? Um, and when he had said this, he went out again unto the Jews and saith unto them, I find no fault at all. 
I think this is a very sad, um, these are two very sad verses to me because he was literally in front of the truth. Mm. And he said, I don't know. I, he went out again, not finding the truth because he was not looking for yeah. it. And it was right in front of him. Yeah. And Jesus even said, right, for this cause came I into the world that I should bear witness unto the truth. The very reason I came down to earth was to show you that my father was truthful and I bear witness. I am the record of the in the flesh. Yeah. Um, and Pilate went away. And many, and this is sad because many people in our society, our world, are exposed to the truth, right? And they still search for it in other other avenues, other religions, other vices, other outlets in this world. And it's it's right there, right? We have more access to the Bible than we've ever had in, yeah. in this crazy lifetime. Yeah, we have a <laughs> we have commentaries that are bigger than the yeah, Bible, bigger than the Bible, <laughs> bigger than the actual book. Yeah, uh, the Gideon Card <laughs> app. If you download the Gideon Bible, you can play it in like I, I don't even. I think there's 600 languages on that thing. Wow. So in any language that you can think of, it's it's there for us. The it's truth there. is there. So Amen. the truth is for redemption purposes. First yeah. uh, John five twenty, and we know that the Son of God has come and hath given us an understanding that we may know Him, that is true, mm. and we are in Him that is true, even in His Son Jesus Christ. This is the true God and eternal life. This is a definitive statement, right? It, he said, "We. This is how we know that we are in His Son Jesus Christ. That we are in the truth." Um, and that's what people say, well, how do you know that, you know, that what the Bible says is true and it's, that's faith. Um, but if you have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ, you can, you can see that he is real, right? That he is true. Um, and he's the only thing that he is the basis of truth in our life and our world. And that's, I mean, I think this is a powerful verse for, for that. He said, and we should know he is the truth and then we are in him. We are in the truth if we abide in him. Well, and it's interesting. Uh, you know, we, we just met with Chuck the other night uh, for dinner. And I think he might have mentioned it there too. Um, but, the, you know, he got saved later in life. And um, he started reading the Bible. And, and he was just, you know, he couldn't get enough of the Bible. He was reading the Bible. And he said that the, the Holy Spirit inside of him was just confirming, that's true, that's true, that's true, that's true. Like, And so I think we have that confirmation from the Holy Spirit, that illumination from the Holy Spirit, like, yeah, this is true. This is real. Um, and and, and the, the, the truth about salvation is is so critical. I mean, uh, it, it literally determines life or death for a person. Uh, before I was saved, uh, I was I was destined for a godless eternity in a, in a place of torment. And not to mention, I, I had no hope while here on earth. I was basically uh, just like a leaf leaf in the wind, just aimlessly living my life and, and, and living for myself. And, and it's just kind of like a... Uh, you're just aimlessly living life. You just, there's no, there's no purpose. Um, just, you're just lost. And, and I'm so thankful to my brother, Mike, uh, who, who took the time to share the truth of Christ with me, which changed my eternal destination uh, to an eternity with Christ. And, and once I trusted the Lord for salvation, the sanctifica- sanctification process began and I was on fire for the Lord. And, you know, I was reading my Bible and I was learning what sin was and how to live my life under the Lordship of Christ. And, and it was just an, it was an amazing time for me uh, when I when I first got saved. And, and even to this day, like I love to see uh, new believers. It's exciting to see new believers. They're learning new things. And and just that fire that I once had, I remember that. And it's just it's really neat. It's so neat to see that. Uh, but it's all based on the truth and, and the truth of, mm-hmm. of salvation of Jesus Christ. I mean, just to, so we talked about redemptive purposes, and so the 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 aspect of your your you're redeemed, right? So you're saved, and now the truth still plays a role in your life because I don't I have big known time, big time. anybody in the, in this life that's 
that's been positively changed by lies. Right? Right. Lies doesn't right. change your life for no. good. It changes your life for bad. Um, so the truth and sanctification purposes and the, and the life change there. Uh, John 17, 17, the Bible says, sanctify or change them through thy truth. Thy word is truth. And I think a lot of people that we even see in group at Freedom That Last, if you were to talk to them or ask them, do you read your Bible? They would say, oh, well, no, I don't. I don't read it every day. I read it once in a while. And you cannot be changed by truth if you don't know what truth is, right? That's, right? that's one of the columns of freedom of the last that we use, but it's the column of faith in the sanctification process. Like, you know, to do anything in life, if you let a new job or you, you have to know what to do, you have to know the truth you, of how it works. That's right, yes. Same thing with the, with the Bible that the, he says, sanctify him to thy truth. Thy word is true. So God's word is truth, 100%. Uh, 2 Timothy 2.15, the Bible says, study to show thyself. So as a Christian, you should study to show yourself approved unto God, a workman that needed not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Mm. So you have to be in the Bible. You have to study it. You have to know what it says. You can't yeah. just pull verses out of context. You have to apply them equally and evenly. And, and that's what he says, rightly dividing the word of truth. So how has your life changed? It's by study, study of the gospel, right. of, of God's word. You have a commentary here that's pretty big. Um, for one book in the in the Bible, um, and I like Matthew Henry. I read Matthew Henry every day with my devotions, and I uh, just it it helps me in another perspective, another sure. yeah. from another man of God um, that's long gone from this world. But we have to be students. We have to be workmen. That we, as we work our job, we work through the scriptures and study the things that we don't know. And I think there's things that we would probably both agree that in the scripture that we have. I mean, we. Uh, it could be interpreted one way or the other, yeah, and we just don't yeah. know. And I think Pastor has a couple of those as well. Oh yeah. Um, but it is our job is to study it. Our job is to know it. Uh, Ephesians six fourteen it says, "Stand therefore, having your loins girt about with truth, and having on the breastplate of righteousness." Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you are supposed to stand in this. These two couple of verses in Ephesians talk about how we are to put on the the armor of God, mm-hmm. um, and part of that is we we are to be you know we are to be bound with truth mm-hmm. in, in our life. Mm-hmm. The choinness of truth, <laughs> your loins, <laughs> the choinness of truth. So uh, Psalm 25, 5, the Bible, he says here, lead me in truth and teach me for thou art the God of my salvation. On thee do I wait all the day. Mm. Um, we are to be led in truth. We are. I think that's a great prayer request uh, that he said here is lead me in truth. Um, and that's all God is, right? That's all he's able to do is to lead you in truth. He right. cannot lead you anywhere right. else because that's, he is truth. Uh, he cannot lie. Second Timothy three sixteen and 17, it says all scripture. So the whole Bible, right? There's no exception. There's no asterisk there right. is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. Mm. You may know how to live, right? There's, there's, that's all. We could do a whole podcast on that one verse. I'm not going to get too far into it, but the sanctification process is required. Um, it's required of truth. Uh, Psalms 86:11. Teach me Thy way, O Lord. I will walk in Thy truth. Unite my heart to fear Thy name. And He's asking here, just hey, teach me, teach me the truth. I, I, I want to walk in truth. I will walk in truth. I will follow you. Um, and that's what we are to do as Christians. We are to walk in the truth. Uh, Philippians 4, 8, finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, mm. whatsoever things are of a good report, if there be any virtue, if there be any praise, think on these things. Yeah. I mean, that's a powerful verse. I, really I feel the last I've said to people, like, if you have trouble with your thought life, um, put that in the, put that card in your pocket, laminate it, keep it with you at all times. 
And whenever your mind starts to wonder, um, funny story today, Rebecca and I were taking a walk and um, she had a picture of me and this other kid. Uh, this other kid had a beautiful voice. And so Rebecca and they sang together because Rebecca can sing as well. And she liked him at that time. She, I don't know if she'll fully admit it, but she did, right? And so um, I still had a thing for her in high school, right? And so I was sitting on the bench at camp when we were getting ready to leave as a Saturday. And she took a picture of both of us. And so I was kind of upset by it. She goes, why were you upset by when I took the photo? I said, because to me, you were trying to get a photo of him, but I was in the way and you were too nice to say, hey, can you just move? <laughs> and she's like, I don't even think I was, I don't think I was thinking that. Like, I don't even think I was thinking at all. Just like, like I didn't like, I wasn't in love with you, but I didn't have bad feelings towards you. Like I thought, you know, like, yeah, yeah, I still had feelings for you in a positive way, not necessarily maybe in a, but my mind conceived a whole other thing and it wasn't true. Right. Um, And that's where we get in trouble when we start to dwell on things that are not even true. Yep. That that person's not even thinking about you. Just like we talked about in the friends episode, right? Where I thought, oh, Ben thinks he's this or whatever. And you're, and Satan will just run with your mind and you start evil surmising against people and you don't give people the benefit of the doubt. You always assume bad things. Um, that's why this verse is powerful. It says, whatsoever things are true. And that's a checklist in your mind is to say, is what I'm thinking true? Yeah. And if it's not, or you don't know, then stop thinking it because it's not going to help you, right? right. It's going to lead you down a road right. that uh, is not good. So, uh, yeah, I think uh, Psalm 43.3 uh, says, Oh, send out thy light and thy truth. Let them lead me. Let them bring me unto thy holy hill and to thy tabernacles. Uh, and again, so this is just a prayer to God to uh, to let the tr- let the truth guide you, and um, and then we have John fourteen seventeen. Even the Spirit of Truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him, but ye know him, for he dwelleth with you and shall be in you. I mean, in first, and then we'll end in First John one six. If we say that we have fellowship with him, and we walk in darkness, we lie and do not the truth. I think we see this a lot in our society. We see a lot of religiosity where people are religious, where people mm-hmm. practice, um, take angles, or if it benefits them politically or if it benefits them, whatever audience, they're trying to sell books or they're trying to Joel Osteen, a, an auditorium full of people to give them some sort of... Manipulation, yeah. Manipulate them to come and give them money. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. But he says, hey, if we have fellowship with him... And we walk in darkness, those, you know, darkness and light have no, they, yeah, they cannot be together. Right. We lie and do not the truth. So he's strictly telling us, hey, you are a liar. Right. Um, and either you're, it's a truth or it's a lie, right? There's no half lies. There's no half truths, half truths or lies. Right. Um, it's just like if we were in a plane and just, hey, how's this, you know, this, well, I, I think it's good. You know, I, I think it's okay. And we're like, eh. Yeah, I'll walk. True, true or lie? Yeah, yeah it's it's, it's all one, it it's one, one of the other, other. Can, can be in between. Yeah, so talking about sanctification, I mean, the Christian walk it's it's not easy by any means, um, but without the truth, we'd be absolutely lost. And I find it interesting when uh, you were just talking about this, referring to the the armor of God. Uh, the belt of truth was the first item of armor to apply, and so it would seem to me that the truth is the foundation for the Christian life. And without the belt of truth, the rest of the armor would be irrelevant. Because we would then uh, be what Paul described in Ephesians. Uh, Ephesians 4.14 says, So that we may no longer be children tossed to and fro by the waves and carried about by every wind of doctrine, by human cunning and craftiness and deceitful schemes. 
And then it's also the verse you mentioned in uh, Philippians 4, 8 talks about meditating on the things that are true, just what we were just talking about. And to me, this is, this is so critical for a believer because the spiritual battle is not fought in the physical. It's, it's fought in the spiritual, in our minds. And, and if, and if uh, we, we fill our minds with the, the filth of the world, the, the lies, the deception, um, then, then, then what ends up happening is we struggle with unbelief mm. uh, because we start believing the lie. We start believing the lie and not, not the truth. And, and it's exactly what happened in the garden. Unbelief was what uh, Adam and Eve experienced uh, when they chose to, to believe the lie of Satan over the truth of God. And therefore, they sent the human race into mm. sin. The apostle Paul, uh, he talks about judgment for those who suppress the truth and they believe the lie. So in Romans 1.18, it says, for the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men by who by their, their unrighteousness suppress the truth. And then he goes on to say a few verses uh, further down in Romans 1.26, therefore God gave them up to the lust of their hearts to impurity, to, to the dishonoring of their bodies among themselves because they exchanged the truth about God for a lie and worshiped and served the creature rather than the creator who blessed them forever. Amen. Mm, amen. So what about you, Christian? Are you, are you choosing to believe the lies? Do you, are you like these other Christians in the, in the Barner research, you know, uh, uh, poll or survey or whatever that just think that there's just relative, relative truth and that there's no absolute truth? Uh, do you suppress the truth or, or are you, are you walking in the truth of God? Um, and, and I love the exhortation that John gives to uh, the brethren in uh, 3 John 1, 3 John, or 3 John 1 uh, says, I have no greater joy than to hear that my children are mm. walking in Amen. the truth. And that's something that I hope that the Lord could say about me. I, I, I know that I, I'm a sinner. I mess up, I, but I, I would hope that's something that he could say about me. It's also my hope for my children that they walk in truth because Amen. it would be a tremendous joy to know this. And so we're going to take one more break. And uh, when, we, when we come back, we're going to be talking about truth in action. We'll be right back. Andrew Rappaport's Rap Report is a podcast providing biblical interpretations and applications. It is a ministry of striving for eternity and part of the Christian podcast community. We provide a biblical view of cultural events, discuss how to apply God's word to the Christian life, address issues that concern the church, and we even take some time to offer a correct understanding of those commonly misinterpreted passages of scripture. You will hear from great guests like Justin Peters, Todd Friel, Jay Warren Wallace, and Gabe Hughes. Andrew has the Rap Report Daily, which is a two-minute Monday through Friday podcast, and then the longer Rap Report podcast for more content. Subscribe to both today by searching for Rap Report on any podcast app, spelled R-A-P-P, report, or click the podcast link at strivingforeternity.org. And we're back. And so, Sasso, uh, Sasso you're going to talk a little bit about uh, truth in action. So what does truth look like when it's truly in action? Like, what, how, does that, how does that come across? Uh, what does that look like? First John three eighteen, my little children, let us not love in word, neither in tongue, but in deed and in truth. And how do you love someone? You tell them the truth, right? And there's ways of doing it, and it's not always brash and abrasive. Um, but let us love, and he said, not just in word, just not with you know lip service or your tongue, but in in how you act that out and how you do that in truth. And here it is, the truth in action that we, I think, our society is very okay with this. Um, and even Christians, I mean, I've even heard people, well, just say this or tell your husband that, or just, and it's easy for us to just come out with lies immediately Mm -hmm. to cover our tracks that sometimes don't even need to be covered. 
And Proverbs 12, 22 addresses this when it says, lying lips are an abomination to the Lord, but yeah. they that deal truly are his delight. So that's an abomination. It's a sin that's, if you go back to the Bible days, right, when they lied about the price of the land, yeah. um, he took, he killed him Im- immediately. Oh, yeah. Um, it's an abomination to him, right? We are to speak truth, uh, not lying lips. First Corinthians 13, 4 through 6, it says, Charity, our love, suffereth long and is kind. Uh, charity envieth not. Charity vaunteth not itself, is not puffed up, doth not behave itself unseemly, seeketh not her own, is not easily provoked, thinketh no evil, rejoiceth not in iniquity, but rejoices in the truth. Amen. And in a marriage, I mean, we talked, we had this in the marriage uh, podcast that we did, uh, I think 23, 24. Um, we, we did this first in the context of marriage, and he says, but you don't rejoice in sin, but you rejoice right, in truth right. and living out the Christian life and doing things that are godly, things that are honoring to God, because the truth is always honoring to God. Ephesians 4.15 says, speak, but speaking the truth in love may grow up into him in all things, which is the head, even Christ. And this is tough, Ben, uh, speaking the truth in love, because many times we have no problem speaking the truth, but yeah. it's speaking it in love, right? To to put it in a way that is not offensive or abrasive. Um, and there's some hardhead knuckleheads that you have to put it. <laughs> you have to put Blunt, it out there bluntly, yeah. bluntly, because they just yeah. don't get it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I remember a gentleman had said something to somebody, and I had to go confront him. Still didn't get it. Had to go talk to him, and then had to go to him in person. Um, and it was a fiasco and he just was an, he just a hard head. Um, but just be, we are to be, and that's why he talks, we're not going to go into that. And I think that's another good podcast episode we can talk about is the, you know, how to win over a brother that's offended. Yeah. But he talks about, you know, just going through the eye cause the eye is very sensitive and being careful. And I think that's how we need to speak the truth with that sensitivity of think of ourselves, right? If, uh, Nate and Kate were fighting this, this past Saturday and I think Kate's not used to Nate being home. Um, and he's trying to tell her stuff. He's an older brother, so he's trying to give her advice. Um, I didn't think he was being bossy. He was just trying to tell her, like, if you do this, this will this will be the result. But you're doing this, so that's why you're struggling. And she got super mad at him, and they were fighting, and, um, you know, they went into all this. And he was trying to speak the truth in love, but she had been a knucklehead and wouldn't listen. Um, but the, And he even apologized because he lost his cool with her and everything, but he was speaking the truth in love and she just was not heeding to it but well that's neither here nor there uh exodus twenty sixteen, thou shalt not bear false witness against thy neighbor so you shouldn't lie um to gain an advantage and i think politically we've seen this where um they have the collusions i'm not going to get into it politically but they found even this week where they had lied to the fbi and they let him off uh didn't even press charges when the evidence clearly presented that he was guilty and that's what our society, it's become political and it hasn't become. Well, you see these, uh, you see these um, political ads or commercials on TV and it's nothing but slander. It's nothing but lies about the other person. I mean, there might be some truth mix in there, but, but it's mostly lies. And, and it's, uh, it's, to me, it's disgusting. I, I don't like watching it. Like I, I, I'm sorry I had the news on when you came over. It just happened to be on after the game. No, I saw it at Genghis. Oh, Genghis. Yeah, because it came on right right after ah, the thing. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, we were we were watching it here just for a few minutes, and man, uh, yeah, just just and you see it on on social media. You see people just oh, yeah. tearing people up, and um, yeah, it's not right. So I mean, I was listening to. Um, he has a podcast in the morning, Albert Mulder. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he was talking about how uh, justices, or not justices so much, but judges coming out of law school, and they're going to progressive law school, that they're saying, okay, that's the rule, that's the law, but I'm not going to enforce that 
law because I don't agree with it. Um, and the truth is the truth, right? That's just, you know, just this week I was telling you at uh, dinner on Tuesday, I got pulled over. Um, I, haven't been pu- I haven't been pulled over in 20 years. It's been a long time. Um, I, think I haven't been pulled over since I was in my 20s. And uh, I was going a little fast and he was coming towards me in the opposite direction. So I didn't think, but something in his car clocked me because he was flying too. And he, 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 you know, put the lights on, turned around. I'm like, ah, oh. and I, is it for me? And then, yeah, he got behind me. I pulled over and he followed me. I was like, oh no. And uh, he came to my window, asked the, you know, standard questions, license or whatever. Um, and I gave him, you know, obliged with that. And uh, he asked me straight up questions. Just, hey, do you know how fast you're going? And I said, well, I know I was going at least 60 because that's what my thing was set. He goes, you're going 65. Um, why are you in, you know, do you, are you aware the speed limit's 45? I said, yes, I'm aware. Then why are you going fast the speed limit? I said, I have no excuse. <laughs> I, I just, you know, <laughs> there's no excuse. Like, you got me. I'm just, and I remember back in my, you know, younger days, I would try to, you know, think of a story yeah, to say. Yeah. Craft, something crafty. Yeah, and I knew he had me dead right. And I just said, you know, just admit it to him. Like, yeah, I was speeding. I was, I was doing wrong. I, that, there's no excuse for it. I know better. I just wasn't doing it. And, uh, you know, he had my stuff for like 10 minutes. He came back and just gave me a warning. He said, hey, you're 20 miles over the speed limit. That's criminal. It's a $300 ticket. I don't want to ruin your weekend. Just be careful. There's a lot of us out here. Just drive safe. Get home safely. I'm not going to ruin your weekend. And you have a nice, you know, have a nice day. Wow. I was like, wow. Mercy. On Memorial Day. Yeah, you show me mercy. Our next episode. And and it's so easy just to say, to bear false witness and to make an excuse. I'm like, I had no idea because it changes 65 to 45. But I clearly saw that it's 45 and my GPS says 45 too. Um, But I think this has become so common that we're so willing to lie even for a stupid things yeah. that we do it like oh i didn't know that when like you knew that you just you yeah. know yeah or even if you go to graziano's a happy hour six i thought it was six thirty. <laughs> hoping they give you a break you know what i mean we're very false with it but anyway uh proverbs sixteen thirteen: righteous lips are the delight of kings and they that love him they love him that speaketh right and i think we if people are known by how you they deal with you if you know someone's a liar, you don't believe anything they say. But you love people that you know will be honest with you, that will speak the truth to you, that will always be. There's some people that we even know that will say different things that they embellish, and I think you're gonna get into that a little bit here. But and it is it just happens so easily. It's oh, like yeah. the one-handed fisherman, you know what I mean? Like your fish is this big, and if you're on YouTube, you can kind of see it. But well, it's funny because you know I, I went fishing with Jeff, and uh, Jeff's like, "Hey, so what you do when I take the picture? He's like, hold a photo fish out closer to the camera. It makes it look bigger." <laughs> <laughs> so sorry, Jeff. <laughs> but um, but anyway, so 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 you know, it's and, and just like you we were talking about a little bit ago. You know, I think we as a society we've succumbed to the, the that philosophy of relativism. And, you know, you know, it's my truth, or it's it's whatever I whatever I believe. And and I think there's times where we do little things like you said, you know, white lies, or you know, we embellish, or or whatever it is, uh, because we think it doesn't hurt anyone, so we justify it. Um, but God sees the lie mm, and, right. and, and we sometimes, you know, we, we, I've, and I know I've done this. I've, I've embellished, I've, ex- Guilty. I've exaggerated stories, um, wearing black, you know, to, to look thinner <laughs> on the camera. <laughs> camera don't lie, bro. <laughs> like, that's you. That's what, that's but it, you. But it's like we said, there's, there's no, there's no gray area. It's either the truth or it's a lie. 
And I remember this one time we were we were sitting down with a with a brother from church, and he said, you know, I'm just I've been having these these issues, you know, where I've just been, you know, he, he kind of didn't know how to phrase it. He said, I've just I've, I've been embellishing my stories, and I I kind of just tongue in cheek, but I meant it was I said, oh, so you've been lying. And he's like, oh yeah, you know, and he he kind of he, he he chuckled. He didn't a want bit, to admit it, but he didn't want to admit it. No, no, he he didn't he didn't expect that coming out. But but it's true. I mean, you embellish or you exaggerate, it's it's a lie. It, it's your 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 bend. It's we call it bending the truth. It's not true. It's a lie. It's the truth or or it's a yeah, lie. That's right. Um, and I find it interesting that uh, lying in general. Uh, you just you you talked about this a little too a little bit earlier. It's difficult because you can't just tell one lie. Uh, and, and before long, you can't even keep track of your lies uh, until you get caught in, in the lie or the, or the truth is revealed somehow. Uh, and the reason for this is because the truth is reality and it's easier to remember reality than to build and maintain a fictitious story. Um, and I sometimes wonder what society would be like uh, if everyone just simply told the truth. And it's sort of a mind bender because... We owe a lot of taxes, Ben. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> because uh, yeah, that's true. Because our our society would be extremely, uh, I think it would be extremely different. Honestly, I can't even imagine it, bro. I, I don't know what that would be like. It, it would. Could you imagine our news? It's, it's a mind bender. Yeah, can you imagine the news? Wow. You know, I, I don't know what happened to the news. The news used to be at least you know they reported what what was the news, and it was left up to you to build your own opinion. Now they're pushing the opinion down your throat. Um, and, and uh, we're not going to get into all that. And it's not even news. It's, no, it's it's, like, it's, it's slanted, bro. Yeah. It's just, yeah, it's it's nothing but lies. But truth truth matters, not just in our culture or in our society or even in our homes, but it matters to God. Therefore, we must live our life on the principle of truth. Truth mm. matters to God also uh, in our worship. And I think you're going to go into this a little bit. Yeah, and it, it, truth tells us how we are to worship, right? There's a, There's a right way and there's a wrong way. Um, I know we have different differing opinions about you know how we you know what churches we go to and um, I think there's even a, you look look on signs and they'll say contemporary worship and they'll say traditional worship um, and I think Pastor Shaw has gone from this and said um, we don't do things we don't have a traditional worship we have a worship that we feel is pleasing to God right so if it's traditional and it's not pleasing to God we don't do it. And if it's traditional and it's pleasing to God, then we do it. Yeah. And that's kind of what I appreciate about our church, about our pastors, that it's always, to me, aligned with truth. Uh, mm-hmm. I've been to some churches where it was a pastor's opinion that stretched the truth, which was a lie of the God, or use God's word to manipulate, kind of manipulate yeah, people yeah, yeah. or to say things that were not, not, not cool, you know, just were not yeah. truth. And I think pastor puts his ego to the side and applies truth. Um, that's, that's kind of what I've known him as is just faithfully applying the truth of God's word to our lives. Yeah. Uh, John four twenty three twenty four. the Bible says, but the hour cometh and now is when the true worshipers shall worship the father. So they're saying there's the false worship, right? We know that shall worship the father in spirit and in truth for the father seeketh such to worship him. Mm. God is the spirit and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and truth. So God has a requirement here that if you're going to worship him, you better do it in truth or you're not worshiping him. Mm. You're doing something else that's, that's, right. that's, that's going to go up, like Ben said, like a, a leaf, right? It's just floating around, doesn't have no meaning, no truth. It feels good, but you leave and nothing changes in your life. Right. And I think this is a powerful verse of the Bible does command us how we are to worship. It's not do what you want. It's not have a program or attract the world or have a beer Sunday. 
um, where you know everybody that comes gets a, a free beer or something. That's that's not truth, right? And you see crazy things out there in the world of how churches try to attract crowds, yeah. but they don't try to attract them by spirit and truth. And God doesn't need help no, he to doesn't. bring people no. into his house, right? No. But you, we must worship him in spirit and in truth. Yeah, and, and in thinking about that survey that I mentioned earlier, um, it would seem to me that there are some professing Christians that simply don't know what truth is, uh, according to those numbers, at least. And I would venture to guess that the reason that they don't know is because uh, either they've never read a Bible or they, they don't read frequently. Hmm. Um, without, without a knowledge of God and his character, it's impossible to worship God in truth. We must be informed and have a knowledge of God in order to worship in spirit and in truth. And just to be clear, uh, the spirit component is just as important as, as the truth component. Uh, but I'm, since we're on the topic of truth, I just wanted to emphasize the truth aspect of worship. And, and there was this quote that I found um, earlier today by Jonathan Edwards. He's an 18th century American pastor and theologian. And in his quote, uh, he quoted this, uh, or I'm going to quote what he said. Uh, it says, I should think myself in the, in the way of my duty to raise the affections or the emotions of my hearers as high as, po- as, as possibly I can, provided that they are affected with nothing but mm. truth. Yeah. And so basically Edwards alludes to the fact that truth and only truth can properly influence the emotions in a way that brings honor to God. So just like you mentioned, Sasa, we're not, uh, you know, we're not putting up a, a, a rock concert on stage or, or whatever to, to get those emotions up. Those emotions should be brought in by the, the Holy Spirit should, uh, you know, be bringing that conviction or whatever it is when the pastor's preaching. Um, but it's it's all based on on truth. Yeah, and it should be the the foundation of our lives, right? The truth. Um, if it's not, then we need to we need to, we need to get that foundation. Yeah. Um, and this is the great thing about the truth that it no matter what, it's always the truth. It's never you never have to apologize for it. You never have to explain it. You never have to do any of that. Um, you've heard the saying like if you have two sticks and you're arguing about which one is straight and they're both crooked, you. You yeah. have two yeah, crooked yeah. sticks. Right. The way to show a stick is crooked is you put a straight one next right. to it and it shows it. Right. Um, and I, I think of the truth as a level in our life, right? It's the, we put the level on something and it's either level or it's not. Yep. And that's the truth. It's a level for all things that we right. should do. I was putting up the Whataburger sign you gave me for my birthday and I put the level on that bad boy. I need to adjust it just a little bit, but uh, <laughs> then that's how I learn, right? I say, okay, yeah. this is, I can look at it. I can eyeball it. I can sure. put the good eye on it and it may look okay, but. The, the level will tell us, hey, is this, as long as your level is not. Well, that's true. Out. I mean, if you think about it, like we were we were installing some uh, TVs at the church here just the other day, and um, we did the same thing. We did we used the level, um, but we were kind of jokingly saying, hey, well, why don't we just measure the distance to the ceiling or to the or to the or to the floor? Well, the the reality is the floor might be crooked or or off or unbalanced or, or whatever. The ceiling, yeah, or the ceiling, yeah. yeah. But but you can find true true level um, with the little with the little bubble, and it's funny <laughs> we had. Uh, so, so the little bracket for the TV c- comes with a little built-in uh, level on there, made in China, by the way. <laughs> and uh, and then we had the uh, Stanley uh, level, and it's funny because we we measured it or we did it according to the Stanley level, and the one the uh, the little level on the uh, bracket itself, the one from China, <laughs> was it was off. So I don't know. So which one is level? I don't know. It's kind of weird because it's it's just bubbling. Did it come from the Wuhan lab or what's going on? <laughs> oh no! I don't know. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> delete that out. Yeah, and that's I mean, yeah. And if your level's been tested and tried and it's yeah. it's it's yeah. you know, it's fair. Um 
And so First John 1, 8 says, if we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. And this is the verse they used to use when I was in little junior church and they would say, how many of you guys are sinners? And there'd be some dumb kids that always raise their hand and say, I've never sinned. And I'd be like, like I knew for sure, like I, I had done plenty of sinning. You know, I, there was no doubt about it, no question. The Bible says that because you witness to people and they'll say like, I don't feel like I need to say, I don't, I'm a good person. I don't, I don't sin. Um, and you even hear some Christians say, God took everything away from me, right? Um, and if he does take away everything from you, you're in heaven. That's, that's, what, that's, what, that's what that means. Yeah. yeah. Um, and said, if you said you have no sin and you're not in need of a savior, yeah. then the truth is not in you. You're, right. you're a flat out liar. Right. right. And speaking of lies, Ephesians 4.25 says, Wherefore, put in away lying, speak every man truth with his neighbor, for we are members one of another. Um, and he says, put away lying from you. Put away the you know, the, your little trout that's now, uh, you know, 18 inches long and 12 pounds, you know, put that away. Don't even, don't say that. Right. Don't. And now we have photos and videos of everything yeah. and it's kind of hard. It's made it harder for people to lie, but even still, even uh, those can be manipulated. Though. Yeah. So that's I mean, true. That's, that's, that's true. Yeah. You have a guy that looks, yeah. you know, puts makeup on and we, he has a beard and like this, a woman like, no, that's, that's, that's not, that's a man. That's a man. Yeah. yeah. Um, Proverbs 16, 13, righteous lips are the delight of Kings and they that love him that speaketh right. And, uh, we love people that speak right things. We love people that speak the truth. And if our king, or in, in, the, in the, our sense of the United States, would be our president, um, if he spoke truth and he was, you know, he spoke righteous lips, how different would our society be? For any president, I'm not just saying the one that we have, you know, number 46, right, right. but just anybody, anybody that was in charge that they spoke the truth. Proverbs 8, 7, um, the Bible says here, my mouth shall speak truth. Ben. And I think this is a prayer that we should have and God help me. I think it's so easy. I, I, don't, I don't even think at times we're meaning to, to lie, but we do. And we embellish our whatever it is. You know what I mean? It's yeah. just, yeah. and I hate to admit it, but it happens to me. And, I'm like, and then I have to correct myself. Just like last week I was talking about, like I got interviewed for something and I said, it was a 15 minute interview. And I don't even know why I said that. And I'm like, you know, actually it was like 25 minutes, you know, just cause I thought about the time and I'm like, what? And I didn't mean to say, it, but I did. And we have to catch ourselves. And yeah. when we do it, correct it and just not let it go. Right. Cause it's a lie. It's not right. truth. Right. And right. so it's something that I have to work on as well. It's just always being, you know, the bubble, right. Yeah. The, the yeah. level with yeah. truth yeah. and everything else get rid of. That's right. That's right. Well, uh, any closing thoughts? I know, man. I just, I think we can expand a lot more on this. And I just want to talk about how we had the Ministry of Truth or whatever, the, de- the Ministry of Defense of Truth in America that got disbanded. Like it started and then, and that's, and that's the thing is, right, is the truth of this world is so subjective. The truth of God's world is not. It's right. definitive. It it's is. true. If you look even in prophecy, all the things that we can see that has come to pass, Right. And now you can hear people say they use, they don't say it as much anymore, but they would say that is the gospel truth, meaning mm. that is the yeah. absolute truth. And just for the people that are listening, our, our audience is just be careful of what you say and how you say it. Catch yourself, ask for forgiveness and ask God to help you to say my mouth shall speak truth. And, and I would also just to add to that. So also, I would also just encourage you to to be careful with what you you put into your mind. Uh, be careful what what thoughts are are, are placed in there, or what you're consuming, uh, whether it be on TV or on your phone or, or whatever your computer. Uh, just be cognizant of what you're consuming because um, you form your belief system off of what you what 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 truth what you think truth is, and, and yeah, your reality. Yeah, your reality, and so so you're you're yeah you're forming that reality, and you're 
truth conforms to reality, right? But you think it, so you think that's true, but it may not be. Um, just be careful with what you put into your mind. Your mind is a very powerful, uh, it's not an organ. I don't know what you call it. It's a muscle, but a muscle, yeah. your brain, <laughs> but yeah. it's, but it's really not your brain. It's a, it's your spirit. You know, it's your, it's your mind. Um, just be careful with what you, what you put in there. Uh, because it it will affect you. It'll affect your belief system and what you believe about God and how and, you live. And if I would encourage, could encourage you of what to put in there is is read the Word, put in the truth because you know that that is a pure truth. You know that God is the source of truth, Amen. and God it's inspired the, the book. I mean, we we read the verses about how the Bible was inspired by God, and so we might as well put the absolute truth in your mind and meditate on it. Not not just put it in there, not just know it, but meditate on it and think on it. Um, that way that it's it's guiding your life and ruling your life uh, rather than uh, the six o'clock news because there's not very much truth on the six o'clock news. Bro, I was depressed after seeing five minutes. I know. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, I was there already, was an angle that they were trying to get out of us, you know. Oh, um, there's definitely. Because then you keep watching. and it, Well, there's agendas. Agendas. Yeah, yeah it's crazy. Um, but anyway guys, anyway, guys, thank you for listening. Uh, just one more time. I'm going to encourage you to go to YouTube, find us on YouTube, subscribe to the channel, check out the videos. Um, and, uh, we'll see you in the next episode. All right. Till then. See you guys. Thanks. Bye. Thank you for listening to the abundant life podcast. We pray you were blessed by today's episode. Please visit us online at abundantlife.fm. Until next time, may God bless you.